0: Let me tell you a little bit. I mean, now that we've talked to the sheep, let me talk to you about zebra. Uh, One of the most important issues, you know, some of them are the most complicated, like finding car insurance, car insurance for your home, your uh, car. It is it's endless. Uh, The number of uh, companies and the, the coverage options you can get with Zebra, you can compare car and home quotes from every major insurance company in under five minutes, giving you all of the facts that you need to make the right decision. It's the fastest way to find the right coverage at the right place. You know that we pay, we overpay as a general population, $922 a year. Uh, we're overpaying. That's what. Ha- that's how much they save you. $922 a year on average. Save time. Save money. Compare quotes for free. the slash Beck. That's thezebra.com slash Beck. Go there now. All right. What a great show coming up for you. world is great. cow welcome to the uh welcome to the program Uh, we've just learned from brian stelter uh of some real real problems and could we start with cut one because i want you to keep this in mind today
1: four words four little words that are hurting america's pandemic response what are they here let sean hannity tell you he loves these words
2: Do your own research. Please do your own research. Do your own research. Do your own research. There's a ton of it right on, you know, at the tip of your fingers on Mm. your own phone. Jeez.
1: Right, and that's the problem. Do your own research. Everybody has a supercomputer in their hand that empowers them to do their own research, which, which is great, right, isn't it?
0: Right. No.
1: Can we all stop
2: saying, I need to do my own research? Nobody who's saying that is getting in a lab and doing tests.
0: Wow. At best,
2: you're reading other people's research.
3: And more likely, you're probably reading a tweet about a headline, about a blog post, about someone
0: else's research. Wow, okay, so we have not not only Mr. Potato Head himself, Brian Stelter, but we also have Trevor Noah. And if those two get together, that's like Superman and Batman working as one. Don't do your own homework. Mm. Or realize that those two nincompoops are ridiculous clowns and continue to do your own research and your own homework. We begin there in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck program. I, I swear to you, it, where was the other one? Uh, I think it was the Washington Post that was like, ha, huh, people, you know, critical thinking is getting people into trouble. it is because i thought it was a lack of critical thinking but maybe that's just me and i'm a man of commitment yes i am yes i like to finish the things that i start and so no matter what when i start something i take it to the end (sighs) when i open up a box of built bars i think to myself i can't just have one i can't it's wrong. It's almost immoral. It goes against everything that I stand for. Finish the job. Why put off to tomorrow what you can finish today? You know what I'm saying? Now, uh, the doctor says, I probably shouldn't do that. But, you know, I've done my own research. I've done my own research. Nine amazing flavors, plus the uh, limited uh, time flavor that comes in from time to time. Get a mix box. Try two of each of the nine flavors, okay? Just, you know what, here, just eat nine. Just eat nine. You don't have to eat 18. Just eat nine Built Bars. Just finish the line. You know what I'm saying? They're healthy. Probably not at the uh, amount that I'm eating them at, but low-cal, low-carb, high-protein, and high-fiber. It's Built.com, Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your next order. It's built. Dot com promo code beck15 now Stu, i what the last thing i want you to do is use critical thinking here okay i hate critical thinking i know yeah. i know i know i know all right so let me go to uh, cut three here's the local news in san francisco reporting on the vaccines
1: now, with fewer officers on the job, the Police Officers Association says there may be some calls that will be left unanswered. Hmm. In a city of this size with the month of October and all the things that have been going on, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. that's gonna put quite a dent into operations. According to San Francisco's Police Officers Association 120 sworn officers 80 of them that work in the patrol division will be off the job tomorrow after failing to comply with the city's vaccine mandate. But if you take 120 cops or even more off the street what do you think is going to happen? That is roughly six percent of the entire department and SFPOA Vice President Tracy McCrae says it will force officers working the streets to make some tough decisions. Yeah I have a- uh crime happening in the bayview five car where alice griffin public public housing is located high crime area or do i have to go to a woman screaming all the way across in the Betrayal hill area you know which one am i going to
0: yeah which one which one critical thinking Stu. quick is this good for the city or bad for the city i think it's good because if uh if they
3: fire all the police officers no one can enforce the vaccine mandate So
0: everything should be fine at the end. All right. Okay. All right. Now, Chicago mayor says the police union is trying to induce an insurrection with the vaccine mandate opposition. Hmm. Yeah, they just use that that's just the new word. Like is it's it the new racist, insurrection, right? Like yeah, they I used think it to is. call everything
3: like the word Chicago is racist, right? right? Remember that whole thing? It was, yeah. w- wasn't it? Apartment. Yeah, yeah when the word s- apartment was racist. Right, right. Uh, all of these things that were around Barack Obama, whenever you commented mm-hmm. on anything, mm-hmm. it was racist. Now mm-hmm. it's all insurrectionist. Now it's
0: insurrection. Mm-hmm. Now it's insurrection. Um the San Francisco mayor back to San Francisco having problem with their police Uh, I can't imagine why. I honestly can't imagine why. Police, what more do you want from a city? Okay?
3: They've done a really good job. You think you just embrace whatever policy they bring down because all
0: of their previous policies have worked out so well. What do you want? Less money? Uh, (laughs) San Francisco. The San Francisco uh, mayor has come out against Walgreens. Now, Walgreens has uh, closed five additional stores in San Francisco because their shelves are empty and it has nothing to do with the uh, the ports. Nothing to do with that. See, San Francisco said, if I steal something that's less than $1,000, you can get away with it. And so people are going in with bags, garbage bags, and they're just... Cleaning off a shelf and mm-hmm. then walking out.
3: Yep, because it's less than a thousand dollars. And many of these companies, in in some of the cities as well, they've been advised that you cannot physically stop someone
0: from doing it. So they just come in, they do it, they walk out, mm-hmm. and it's over. Mm-hmm. Now here's my problem, uh, and I'm I, my problem is is that the IRS is working now with the banks to make sure that they catch those people that are not paying their taxes and they have over $600 in the bank. Can't we just steal the first $1,000 from the IRS? I mean, really, honestly. Can't we just not pay our taxes for the first $1,000? I'm just saying, I owe $1,000 to the IRS. Why do I have to pay that? Seems totally fair. Seems totally fair. Now, the mayor says that this isn't why they're they're closing these. They say that it's just increased cost. This this evil capitalist Walgreens who don't you hate them? <laughs> Walgreens and their drugstores can't say that i do no well you're one of the few Stu. (laughs) okay it's this evil capitalist walgreens that uh they're closing it and they're using this sacred policy as an excuse to close those five stores it's not that all of their stuff
3: is disappearing out of the stores so they can't
0: stay in business
3: who are you gonna believe walgreens yes or the mayor Yep. no you already didn't need to finish that Compared to the mayor,
0: whatever you said first, I was going to say yes. Self 100 <laughs> self-proclaimed anarchists tore through Portland, setting dumpsters aflame, smashing windows, and causing half a million dollars in damage. Police stood by and watched. The city, well, the city's actually not upset because... Um, well, I mean, you, you they they told the police that you can't uh, use crowd control techniques like pepper spray or tear gas. Um, you just have to rely on follow up investigations and hold riders accountable. So, you know, if they're wearing a mask, you just look for that mask or somebody that looks like, you know, they have the same eyes and you get them later. You get them <laughs> later. OK, I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, And so uh, all the police officers stood by. And here's the good thing. Um, Portland's just hit the milestone of a thousand shootings uh, for the year 2021. Uh, And uh, it's I mean, it's. Portland with the dumpsters on fire at this time of year, when the orange glow from the dumpster fires (laughs) and from the uh, federal buildings that are being burned down. It matches the leaves on the trees, and it is gorgeous. Beautiful. It's beautiful, especially because of the the autumnal uh,
3: color scape. Thank you. Thank you. See. Thank uh, you. Is it true, Glenn, that because I think it was $1,000 or less doesn't count, basically. Yeah. Do yeah. the first 1,000 shootings of the year, also not really. No, they count. don't count. Okay,
0: they don't count. Get your so murders we start start counting in early. Now. Yeah, get your murders in right. early. You're right. exempt if you're if you're yeah. murdering someone in March. Mm-hmm. You almost definitely mm-hmm. are not getting, getting now, in trouble. I'm noticing a pattern here, but mm-hmm. I I'm probably wrong. Um, God forbid I do my own homework. New York City subway crime, uh, it has jumped fifty percent, fifty percent. So that's good, right? Hmm. What is crime really? Thank you. You know, if, you.
3: if a crime occurs on a subway, is it really a crime? No, you're in a moving vehicle.
0: Right. That's like, it's like if you, it's like international waters to me. Thank you. You know, you Thank just. You. Thank you. Now, to help <laughs> things out, uh, mm-hmm. the New York City rioters uh, and the ones who were looting last year because of George Floyd. They were like, man, if I could just have that pair of sneakers for free. Then justice would be served. Remember those guys? Mm -hmm. I love them. I love them. Um, Well, they, uh, you know, many of them were arrested and they were getting ready to show up in court. And um, uh, 73 of the 118 people uh, in one borough were were let go and uh, the charges were dropped. Charges were dropped. So that's going to that's going to help. That's going to help New York City, I think, you know, get those people back to work or not. Uh, and uh, and I think that's what's going to make New York City great. Now, um, over a two week period, one 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 more story here. Uh, Homeland Security Secretary uh, has abolished effectively the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency, otherwise known as ICE. Doing way with the uh, agency that apprehends and removes illegal aliens. Um, It's good. It's good. It's good. Now, the ICE headquarters is still there in Washington, D.C., and dozens of field offices around the country remain. Uh, The 10,000 employees of the agency still collect paychecks, which is really good. Um, But the result of two memos issued by Mayorkas, uh, the agency's immigration enforcement functions have virtually ceased to exist. To be clear, ICE wasn't really doing much uh, before the edicts. Uh, But ICE agents uh, were averaging one arrest every two and a half months. But ICE has now been uh, ordered to stand down. So I think that's I think that's good. And you know what's really nice is maybe they can help welcome the people that the Biden administration is flying from the border into cities in the middle of the night. Did you know that? He's probably doing it in the middle of the night. So people are like, you know, uh, man, my airplane was delayed on the tarmac because of all the illegal aliens (laughs) who we love are being shipped in. Uh, But plane loads of underage migrants being flown secretly into uh, suburban New York in an effort to quietly resettle them across the region. The charter flights originate in Texas, where the ongoing border crisis has overwhelmed the local immigration officials, and it's been underway since at least August. It's our gift to you, America. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is particularly New York. Congratulations. They're all yours. Uh, Now, it's not Texas that is doing this. I just want you to know that it is the Biden administration that is shipping them into uh, right into your neighborhoods in the middle of the night. But each city, your first thousand illegal immigrants are free. That's right. They don't count. Right. They and don't your count. first shootings are free. Yes, and Well, yes. You of know, course. your first if if you can close more than five Walgreens, <laughs> you get a thousand bucks.
3: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. How much time do we have to do this? Uh, the, the Walgreens <laughs> challenge. See yeah, how many so, you can get to close. Yeah. Just
0: all you have to do is just. But please. Remember, this is like the price of the price is right. You can be under a thousand, but do not go over a thousand dollars. Otherwise, you know, there'll be some real problems. Uh, Okay, let me take a quick break and I'll tell you. um, I'll tell you how the Australians are faring uh, because some of this crazy stuff is happening over there. (laughs) And uh, they're not liking it. But they've had some robberies. And I can't wait to tell you about them in 60 seconds. All right, so you waited a little too long. The check engine light uh, came on, and it's like, okay, I checked it. I opened up the hood. It's still there. What? Uh, and uh, maybe you should have done a little more checking, uh, but you know what it's like when that thing goes on. You're like, oh, crap. So if you are uh, without a warranty, you've got to you've got to pay attention to that check engine light, and no avoiding it is going to make things better. Uh, but you can have covered repairs now. CarShield is absolutely the best. From the breakdown to the rental car to the mechanic of your choice, CarShield makes your auto repair a smooth ride. Um, they pay for it. You, so you don't have to write them a check. You don't, you don't write your mechanic a check and then wait for CarShield to pay you. They pay the mechanic directly so you can customize your plan with CarShield. Uh, you customize a plan that will save you time money and hassle and i think you're going to be delighted the next time you're you, when a chip goes down you're gonna be like oh wait, 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 wait. did you call car shield yes car shield has you covered put your policy together now carshield.com slash back. Save 10%. That's carshield.com slash back. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. Wow. Wow. This is there is a really weird crime wave that is going on now in uh, Australia. Victoria police have told the court of Victoria that an estimated 101,821 guns have recently been reported as either lost, stolen, or destroyed. Hmm. By, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's terrible news. 100,000 guns have been lost in fishing accidents. Wow. That
3: yeah. is, you know what? I've always suspected that mm. there was some breed of fish some some I, kind of fish I'm that was
0: eating these weapons steel fish steel fish steel fish mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Uh, they like steel and they steal guns you you'll have them in the boat and they'll steel fish come right up when you're looking the other way and boom they grab your guns and they're gone mm. this has happened to me a lot, yeah. All my lot. it happened.
3: All of my weapons, yeah. were taken in this fashion. Mm-hmm. Now you and wonder then, why I keep bringing I, them on a boat,
0: but uh, well, you know, it just seems like a it, nothing's really safe. Stu, remember the gold that I had? Yeah, stolen by all the goldfish. Right there in my house. <laughs> oh my God. Right in my house. That's stolen your own. We're the go- bringing them in. I know. Gosh, I Come was so on. stupid. The kids wanted them, and I, I was like, well, the kids will never be around the piles of gold. Mm-hmm. But then they were playing with it, and the goldfish ate them. And I don't know what to do. That's now really I sad. have no gold, no guns. I'm helpless. There's nothing you can do now. Nothing I can do. But I will say that mm-hmm. you are definitely lined up
3: with whatever law might come down the road you know right. any li- if they if they're gonna let's say the government's gonna do once again decide to take back some of the gold that's out there you won't no, need to do that to do anything because it, yours has already Goldfish. been eaten Goldfish. and then the same thing if they decide to confiscate weapons in yeah. some way yeah you've already had your weapons devoured mm-hmm. by steelfish So you're luckily you are completely in compliance. I am so pissed. You're a big, you're a
0: compliant guy. Yeah. You know, that's you. (sighs) Well, if this is (laughs) happening, this is happening and don't think it can't happen to you. Okay. This is happening in Australia. Uh, In, in one section of Australia, one, one area, one, you know, like, I don't know the Victoria, I guess maybe that's a County or a, Or a person. A person. I don't know if she had 101 (laughs) guns, but. It's a big person. That's a lot of guns Mm -hmm. just to go missing here. Mm -hmm. And it's weird because everybody's locked in their house. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the strangest part. You'd think that Mm -hmm. 101 guns. Because you're not even able to go on a lake. No.
3: Right now. They don't let you out of your
0: house pretty much. Well, they didn't say they lost them in a fishing accident. I'm not sure they have that kind of fish. They have, you know, they have fish over there that eat people that's Not, true you know we have just gun
3: i will say what are what is the real reason for mm-hmm. these kangaroos to have pouches i've wondered that forever that, oh we guns. carry our kids around mm-hmm. come on that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. they're stealing guns
0: mm-hmm. from all the poor mm-hmm. australian citizens well the victoria police remains steadfast in its commitment to keeping the community safe by reducing the number of uh, legal firearms in the community Uh, And, uh, you know, they're they're still offering that buyback, you know. Um, Buyback went well last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: it it did. It it didn't change crime rates at all, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. according to their own studies. Mm -hmm. But they did buy a lot of weapons and destroy them. And now
0: probably they've been all replaced. (sighs) Well, (laughs) they, you know, they're saying that maybe some of these guns were destroyed before the buyback. People just were like, I'm not going to. Oh, I don't want to inconvenience the government to give me money for these weapons. Right. Let, me Let me just
3: destroy them. Ah, yeah, yeah. that's probably what happened. So
0: there. it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Wow, over a hundred thousand guns registered, declared missing now in Australia. That is weird. I'll bet you there are millions of guns. Maybe like two hundred million guns here in America that might be lost in fishing accidents. So sad. sad. Very so sad. sad. This is
4: the Glenn Beck program.
0: These days, you can't take anything for granted when it comes to your cybersecurity. Just about everything from your phone to your refrigerator is on the Internet. Now, I'm, I'm not kidding you. Refrigerators. I tried to buy one the other day. Oh, I did. it'll be months before that one comes. In. Can I just have the white one over there? Well, that doesn't have any chips in it. Exactly right. Avoid the odd messages uh, via chat, email or text asking you, hey, I'm um, I was just taken in by the police because someone stole my wallet. Can you send me five hundred dollars? No, uh-uh. I don't believe that. That's someone trying to steal from me. LifeLock detects a wide range of identity threats, uh, and if you're you're caught in one, they'll send you an alert. Now they they can't catch everything in advance; nobody can. But they are the best in the business, and they have a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. It's the best in the business. It's Lifelock. Lifelock.com. 1 800 Lifelock. 1 800 Lifelock or Lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code Beck and save 25%. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll
3: save 10 bucks off your subscription right now to Blaze TV.
0: We in America have something called the First Amendment, and it is on the ropes. But I want to show you a glimpse of what happens when you don't have the First Amendment. Canada is, we've always looked at Canada as like a little mini America. Um, And it is really, truly becoming that. We are becoming much more like Canada, and we are not standing for the Bill of Rights. But I want to show you where that leads you. Ezra Levant is with us. He is the founder of Rebel News and the host of the Ezra Levant Show. He brought a a big Canadian story to my attention, and I want him to uh, tell you the story. Ezra, welcome.
5: Thanks very much, Glenn. Uh, I have to tell you, I have some bad news since we last communicated. Yesterday, another Christian pastor was arrested in the province of Manitoba. Another Christian pastor was jailed in the province of New Brunswick, we're almost at 10 Christian pastors who have been jailed. None of them have done any crimes. None of them have broken the law. They simply opened their churches during the lockdown. Walmart is open. Costco is open. We're coming up on 10 pastors who have been imprisoned. And the worst case is the other fellow who's about to join us, Pastor Arthur Pavlovsky. Not only has he been jailed, But now a court has ordered him that whenever he says something contrary to government policy, whether it's in a church sermon or in the media or on Twitter or Facebook, he must immediately read a government drafted script rebutting and rebuking and disclaiming himself. He must denounce himself immediately after criticizing the government on lockdowns it's incredible to believe but a court has ordered oh that. my
0: gosh pastor Arter is uh, joining us now um, pastor how are you sir
2: good thank you very much for having me on
0: you bet if, can you just read what you're supposed to say every time you speak
2: Well, pretty much what he is ordering me to say is that masks do work, that majority of the medical profession agree that social distancing works, that vaccinations are saving lives. You know, the typical two-year right now bombardment left and right that we are receiving straight from communism, China. As you can tell, I grew up behind the Iron Curtain under the boots of the Soviets. I've seen those show trials on television when I was growing up where uh, an individual would be brought before the justice system, of course, without justice. It was all a show. And he was commanded somewhere in the middle of the trial uh, to read the script uh, telling how amazing socialism is, how amazing communism is. And and that's exactly what we're seeing right now. In Canada, compelled speech, just like in China, Soviet, Russia, North Korea. I mean, it's unbelievable what is happening to a free free and democratic society. Of course, I'm not going to do it. I didn't do it. I refuse to do it.
0: So good for you. Um, y- you have also been um, uh, sentenced to, I think, 21 days in prison and told you could not travel until 2023.
2: That's exactly right. You see, I spent four months in your beautiful country touring around and talking at different conferences, different political parties, rallies, and churches. And the judge was observing, the government here was observing what I was doing. And because of this amazing um, response that I received all over the country, I would speak to ten, fifteen thousand 15,000 people, the judge and the government is so terrified of the popularity that I have gained, that he is banning me. I'm a prisoner, political prisoner, in the province of Alberta for 18 months. He is not allowing me to leave my province for a year and a half.
0: Ezra, what the hell is happening? Well,
5: I want to say one thing, Glenn. You might find what Pastor Arthur says hard to believe. Like, Could that possibly be true? Is he possibly exaggerating? And I want to let you know that we've put the 12-page court ruling on a website, firethejudge.com. You can see where I stand on the issue, but read it for yourself. The judge is outraged by two things, by three things that Pastor Arthur did. He's outraged that he's opened the church, okay? But he specifically rages that Pastor Arthur warned other churches in America. He's been tracking pastor arthur he saw that pastor arthur met with a governor and had a selfie he specifically rages against that in the ruling so he says how can i stop that oh i know i'll ban him from leaving the jurisdiction for 18 months it's almost like house arrest and then he says well pastor arthur went on fox news and spoke to millions of americans how can i stop media interviews if i have him forced to stay in the jurisdiction, he can still do media interviews. How can I thwart that? Oh, I know. I will require him to self-denounce after every public utterance. And if he does not do these two things, back to jail he goes. You might think, nah, that can't be. But the judge actually wrote out, hand-wrote <laughs> this script that Pastor Arthur must say. You can find the 12-page ruling at fire and where's the civil liberties folks where's the silence where's the media who should support freedom of speech should support the right to disagree they're cheering for this i think we're in dark days glenn and don't think this ain't coming for america yes you have that first amendment protection but if you don't use it you will lose it
0: pastor um are you going to get in trouble for being on this program
2: well you see the reality of my life right now is just like behind the iron curtain right now actually i am living behind the iron curtain in canada i can be arrested right now they can smash the doors to my office and i can be arrested handcuffed thrown in prison as we speak right now because since the ruling last wednesday I am obliged, commanded by the state and the corrupted judge to recite a party line. And, of course, I'm not part of the Communist Party of Canada. Therefore, I will not recite their lies. I am a pastor. I refuse to speak lies. I refuse to preach lies. And, uh, by the way, they have CNN uh, reporters for that and CBC reporters for that. They don't really need me uh, for that Mm -hmm. job. Uh, So I refuse to do it. I can be arrested at any moment right now since last Wednesday when he pronounced that ruling.
0: You know, Stolz Nietzsche, who I I know you're aware of, uh, wrote, uh, I think it was Live Not by Lies, uh, something like that. Um, And he said that's the one thing that all Soviet citizens can do to push back is to not repeat the lies not to sit for them not to if you're hearing them you get up and walk out you're you're not to sit in your uh your church you're not to sit in your office when they say hey you have to do this you have to do that you have to say white people are racist whatever it is that you do not believe is true you must get up Walk out, be polite, and just say, I'm not standing for this because these things are lies. And the most important thing is what you just said. I'm not going to say what they want me to say because it's not true.
2: That's exactly right. Here's a, a beautiful quote that really touched my heart in the past week from George R. R. Martin. When you tear out a man's tongue, you are not proving him a liar. You're only telling the word that you fear what he might say. This case, this sham of a court ruling, and it is just a show trial, trying to force free Canadians to bow, to take a knee before a totalitarian medical tyranny. And I just simply, as a pastor, as a Christian, refuse to do it. They can lock me up. But my imprisonment, my, my political imprisonment will yell even louder from the jail cell until hopefully Canadians will wake up. And I hope that great American eagle will rise up again, start flapping its wings and come to the rescue. You've done it before. You came to rescue Europe during the first and the second war. We need America to rise up once again.
0: I uh, wouldn't count on that. Um, I think we have a... We'd be better off putting our eggs in the God basket than the America basket, because I don't see America doing much. Um, Pastor, um, how can we help you?
2: Well, you can go to com. I mean, that's a huge, uh, powerful pressure on those crooks, com. There is also... Uh, a complaint that you can uh, launch against um, this judge uh, that will go to the commission. Um, So you can go over there if you want to directly help us. But, you know, what I do, I feed thousands of people on the streets of Calgary. People can go to www.streetchurch.ca and they can support us to do what we want to do. We just want to be left alone and feed the poor, clothe the sick, you know, heal the sick and clothe the naked. And we have a halfway housing as well for the homeless people. And that's what I want to do. I don't want to do any politics. I'm not a politician according, you know, to their standards. I'm just a God's ambassador. I want to do what God is telling me to do, to preach the gospel, feed the poor, and be left alone from a totalitarian regimes. But it looks like they don't want to give me that courtesy. So I have to stand up and fight if people want to be part of that. Uh, they can go to our website streetchurch.ca,
0: streetchurch.ca, um, and uh, firethejudge.com. Ezra, thank you for bringing this to our attention. Um, let us know how we can help.
5: We'll do, Glenn. Thanks for shining a light on it. I believe you've shown more interest in this case from a civil liberties point of view. Unfortunately than any Canadian journalist has, so I thank you for that jeez
0: is there is there anyone in Canada that is l- looking like they're waking up to this? Is there any groundswell it, at it, all i i there is, but it's
5: in not in any institution it's grassroots people, yeah, every government and opposition, every corporate media, every law professor every judge every College of Physicians and Surgeons, they're unanimous on the other side. That's what makes this judge's order so weird. Why do they need Pastor Arthur to say what every other voice is saying? Does this judge really think that we haven't heard the dominant narrative on the mm-hmm. lockdown? And, and of course he knows everyone has. It's not that people are haven't heard the message and they need to hear it from Pastor Arthur it's all about making pastor arthur bend the knee and bow down to the new priesthood the new superstition anthony fauci is is the pope now and it's not about it, it is about breaking his spirit and making him put the government atop everything else that's why they're demanding he renounce himself it's i think it is communistic it's like a yes. maoist struggle
0: session it is ezra thank you so much god bless thanks glenn
3: bye-bye i uh, i'm at fire now and they have the actual full document and so he has uh three days in prison which was fully satisfied order to pay a fine of twenty three thousand dollars um he is going to be placed on 18 months probation he must remain in the province of Alberta during this period of probation unless he obtains the consent of his probation officer. Jeez. And then the, what he talked about, I mean, it's right here in black and white. The final term of his probation order will be that he's exercising his right of free speech against health orders. He must in, uh, indicate his communications in the following. I am also aware that the views I am expressing to you on this occasion may not be the views held by the majority of medical experts in Alberta. While I may disagree with them, I am obliged to inform you that the majority of medical experts favor social distancing, mask wearing, and avoiding large crowds to reduce the spread of COVID-19. Most medical experts also support participation in a vaccination program unless for a valid religious or medical reason you cannot be vaccinated. Vaccinations have been shown statistically to save lives to reduce the severity of COVID-19 symptoms. Good heavens. I mean, they literally wrote a script for this
0: guy to have to read every time he speaks publicly. Unbelievable. Mm. No, no. No. Another courageous voice. Let me tell you about Patriot Mobile. If you you haven't thought about changing your cell phone service to Patriot Mobile, let that that last guest tell you everything you need to know. We must begin to stand together and we must give our money and do business with people who think and act and and have the same uh, principles at the core of our being. And that is Patriot Mobile. They're the only conservative Christian mobile company out there. They're on the same towers. So you get the same great service at half the cost. Plus, they're working for all the things we love, not against. Switch now, please. PatriotMobile.com slash back. That's PatriotMobile.com slash back, or call them at 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. You know, I'm... uh, (laughs) The, the, none of this stuff makes any sense at all. First of all, the vaccine mandate is unconstitutional here in America. As Stu said, it took six years to get us over 50 percent for the polio vaccine. Polio. Yeah, that's the, supposed to be the big success story. We're way ahead of that. Yeah. Pace. Now they they are forcing everyone to to get this vaccine for something that's not polio and it makes no sense to fire the frontline heroes the people who went to work in our hospitals uh and some of them got covid recovered and now have the antibodies we're firing those people who we were just calling heroes no 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 with penalties ranging from losing their job right to their children, in some cases right to medical care, including transplants and surgeries, and yet no one, hundreds of thousands of people have come across our border and they're not even asked to take a COVID test, let alone wear a mask and have two vaccines. These people are not serious. They're not serious about it. This is just to make you comply. This is the Glenn Beck program. Let me tell you about the covenant. How important is the Bible to America? <laughs> <laughs> I would have had an answer, a better answer to that a few years ago. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I think
3: it's still important to a lot of people. That's yeah, for sure.
0: and it, that is fading and going away. Uh, and it's because it's not part of our culture anymore. Uh, and we need to get it back in there. That's why Andrew Clavin, who is a good friend of ours and uh, one of the best screenwriters, he's an amazing screenwriter. um, He and KO Films have created The Covenant. It's a multi-season TV series adaptation of the stories in the Old Testament. It is going to be done like The Chosen. It's going to be done really, really well. It's going to tell the actual stories of the heroes and the sinners and the conquerors and the kings. God's connection to humans then and God's com- connection to humans today. We've got to get this back into our culture. If you would like to invest in this project, go to kotv.com slash back. That's C-A-Y-O-T-V.com slash k o t v. K-O-T-V.com slash I have, uh, I have interpreted uh, my job as I'm supposed to be a warning. I'm supposed to raise the red flag uh, in warning and say, danger on the curves ahead. I, I honestly don't really like that. <laughs> I'd rather be a part of the solution. But the first thing that has to happen is we all have to admit we have a problem. Uh, then we can start to heal ourselves. Well, we have a big problem, and it slipped under the radar for most Americans, and I need to raise that red flag. Something that will completely change your life and seal the deal on America's fate. I explain it to you next. Uh, let me tell you about our, uh, let me tell you about our, our sponsor this half hour. It's car shield, car shield. Um, if you're really basic, something might go wrong with your car and you weren't expecting to have it fixed, you know, to have to fix it. And, uh, now you're like me, basic guy going, oh, I come on, I don't care how much money you have. I don't think Bill Gates ever says, oh, well, it's no big deal. It's the car is broken down at the perfect time. It is a hassle and it is expensive to fix your car. And usually because it's getting so expensive now with the chips and everything else that usually you have to start all over. If you've paid for your car and you've had it for five or six years and it's it's done out of warranty, you'll drive that car until it can't be driven anymore or until the mechanic says it's it's more than it's worth to fix it and then you have to start the process all over again and go and get in debt and buy a new car well car shield has the answer they will help you get on back on track when you're in a pinch on the side of the road they have the they have you covered from the breakdown to the uh, tow service to the rental car to the mechanic of your choice car shield will make your auto repair a smooth ride and they pay for all the covered repairs I want you to go to carshield.com slash back. Save 10%. carshield.com slash back. Deductible. May apply. Yesterday, I spoke to you in hour number three. If you missed it, get the podcast. I told you about what the Biden administration slipped under the radar on Friday. You are not going to hear anyone in the mainstream media talk about this. Um, but I I will tell you Uh, this is probably the most important thing, uh, that you can concentrate on right now. If you want to know what the government doesn't want you to know, you can do your own homework and pay attention to what they release on Friday afternoons. The White House, their latest, please don't look into this Friday release, was Biden's climate finance report. Now, I told you yesterday how they're going to begin enforcing the left's radical agenda on people like you and me. And there is no coincidence that Jen Psaki made these comments in the same week. The president wants to make fundamental change in our economy, and he feels coming out of the pandemic is exactly the time to do that. And if we don't do it now, if we don't address uh, the cost
5: of child care, to go back to Josh's question earlier, if we don't uh, address the climate
0: crisis, if we don't ensure that universal pre-K is a reality now, uh, we're, we're not going to have the same opportunity to do it for some time. Okay, forget about the universal K, pre-K, and the child care. That's all red herrings. All red herrings. They just said the quiet part out loud. The president wants to make a fundamental change in our economy, and he feels coming out of the pandemic is exactly the time to do that. Making a change in our economy Now, that sounds like something that should be addressed from the Oval Office. I don't know, 8 p.m. on a Wednesday where we're all together and we're like, oh, okay, he wants to make a change. Let's talk about it. It's interesting because what she just said is the exact language, almost a quote from the people over at the Great Reset, the World Economic Forum. This is the most dangerous movement in the world right now. It is a direct shot. By a railgun at Liberty. And when I started talking about this year, year and a half ago, the system went into overdrive to call it a conspiracy.
6: President-elect Joe Biden is weeks away from taking office, but his presidency already has a growing conspiracy following
4: (laughs) it. It is
6: called the Great Reset. The theory accuses Mr. Biden of playing a part in a global economic plan that will ultimately lead to a dystopian society. The theory even calls Mr. Biden's campaign slogan, Build Back Better, a front for the conspiracy.
0: <laughs> See, this this is how it works. This is how they shut people down. They isolate and alienate you by calling the opposition conspiracy theorists. Everything is a conspiracy well, there are some conspiracies out there, uh, but you need to know the difference between conspiracy theory and conspiracy fact. She said even the president's slogan, build back better. Well, OK, let's just follow this build back better. It's not original. It wasn't invented by the Biden campaign staff. It originated at the U.N. and the Agenda 21 group. Then later. Agenda 21 was changed to Agenda 2030, and they used Build Back Better. It was then picked up and used by the people in Davos and the World Economic Forum as the Great Reset's slogan. So how is it that it's a conspiracy theory that he's using something that came from the UN, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, and then the World Economics? Uh, The World Economic Forum's Great Reset, which is part of Agenda 2030 and the U.N. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's a conspiracy fact. Build Back Better is just a less spooky way of saying the Great Reset. And the White House's climate finance report on Friday is the first step in applying force to ensure compliance. What they didn't want you looking into in actuality is the framework to begin the great reset but what does it mean for you how will this affect glenn why and how does this affect me and my family i have done my homework and i urge you to do yours i have a book that is coming out in january sorry for the lateness of this book but it is it was really hard because every time we put it to bed Something else would come. We like we can't. We can't publish until that's in there. Um, You can order it right now at uh, Amazon.com, and it is called The Great Reset. Um, It is going to affect you, and I urge you to get involved in this because things are going to start happening very rapidly. And the way you do your research is you do not go, even everything even that I say, check it against the original source. And the original source now is the World Economic or dot com, the UN, and now the White House, Whitehouse.gov. Everything listed on Biden's report on Friday is taken almost verbatim from the United Nations plan to implement the Paris Accords. And they go into specific detail on how they're going to enforce environmental, social and governance scores or ESGs. And they're going to enforce them on the banks and companies. For anyone who is calling this a conspiracy, go to the UN Finance Initiative website and read it for yourself. Nobody's trying to hide this, and it's now at whitehouse.gov. Redesigning our capitalist system and our economy and our society is a four step process. And here's how the UN outlines it in their report Stage one qualitative analysis. This is when they decided to start placing a woke grade on companies and financial institutions. And I say this was because we're already past stage one. Now, stage two, quantitative uh, quantitative analysis uh, is going on right now. Social compliance. Is what they're doing. Social compliance. It has now been graded and scores are starting to pop up on investment portfolios and annual reports. Social compliance. Stage three, by the way, masks. Have you complied yet? It's good for society. You're not with social compliance. Stage three, investment decision. This is where we are now getting to. Money will be diverted from the non-compliant to the compliant. Stage four, active ownership assessment. The compliant will be monitored. If they fall out of line, they'll be handled via exclusion measures. Those are quotes. The report goes on to list several ESG issues that factor into scoring. They include everything from does the company just pay minimum wage or do they have a strong workforce culture or how are they on gender diversity? Just put those standards in the hands of a government looking to change the social contract and imagine who they could go after. Literally anyone they want. Oh, you're not going to $15 an hour, even though it's not mandated by the government? Hmm. Lose some points. Wow, you employ so many white men. Sorry, you're going to lose some more. Oh, and that loan you wanted looks like the bank's not going to be able to approve you now. But just come into compliance with these standards. This isn't a government standard, it's just what the banks are requiring now. The clapback from the left is that this won't affect the average ordinary American. You're seeing what falling out of compliance is doing in cities with just the police force when they say we're not going to we're not going to follow your social justice rules. We'll quit. We're not going to follow your mask mandates. We think it's wrong. We quit. It will affect you in more ways than just that. It is such bullcrap. It's such a lie. It's amazing that people are falling for it. What happens to the person that works at a place that now has to fire more workers because the government or the banks are making them pay everyone more than minimum wage? What happens when a person that was fired uh, is now on the streets because they were white or male? If you think anyone will be excluded from this, listen to what will be affected, again, from their own disclosures. Personal mortgages. Now, that's, that doesn't sound like that's affecting the business. That sounds like that's affecting you. Personal mortgages, commercial real estate, business loans, listed equity, energy finance, and even car loans. Not buying the right car? This is every single aspect of your financial life and your future. Remember, they say by 2030, you will own nothing and you will be happy. That's the key. They don't want you owning a home, owning a car. What they're gearing up to do is eliminate all ownership. Do your own homework. Check them on everything everything read the white house's report they released last friday then cross-check that with the documentation from both the un and the great reset at uh the uh world economic forum they're nearly identical they're all moving in lockstep to re-engineer society it is not a conspiracy theory they are are they taking orders from some cabal and a star chamber in davos no But they all go to Davos. They all are in agreement that an oligarchy, a global oligarchy, with you at the bottom is the way forward. And week by week, just like last week, we are now seeing it all unfold. Step one. Do your own homework. Two. Decide now if you will comply. Three begin to come together as americans we must stand together the only way to fight this is locally you must get your money out of these banks that are part of the federal reserve and put them into local banks and you need to talk to your local bank how are they going to survive an esg score We need to really build a parallel economy quickly. We need to begin to do business with one another. Remember, ESG will stop you from being a supplier. So you make a widget. You will no longer be able to sell your widget to a company with a higher ESG score. And they won't be able to buy it from you because your score is too low. You're not going to get banking services. You will not get insurance. This will affect everyone who refuses to comply. The mask mandate is not about COVID. The vaccine mandate is not about COVID. They've been flying, we found out last night, they have been flying illegals into our major cities from the border in the middle of the night. They do everything in the cover of darkness. But if it was truly about COVID and the vaccines were about saving people. Then why are these illegals not even required to take a COVID test, let alone wear a mask and get both doses before they've been released into the population? Because it's not about COVID It's not about anybody but you. Comply. As I told you yesterday, their new regulation is comply or explain yourself. And if you can't explain yourself to their satisfaction, you lose. It's well underway. We're late, but we were late to World War II as well. We just have to remember who we are, that we fight and stand for rights of all people, and then just be immovable. Back in a minute. There is a global stagnation uh, or sorry, stagflation warning. This is a problem. This is when an economy has lost momentum uh, and unemployment is high and inflation is high. Then nothing happens when stagflation affects uh, uh, higher prices and coupled with low unemployment. It is a perfect storm of uh, economic turmoil. The last time we saw this was in the 1970s, early 80s, and gold went up 650 percent from a thousand dollars an ounce to six hundred and fifty dollars an ounce. Gold is the hedge against inflation. They have lots of tricks to suppress the price of gold and trick you into thinking that stagflation and inflation isn't happening. But, you know, you have you went into the grocery store and bought hamburger Do you own gold or silver? Do you own anything that has real intrinsic value? Gold has always been where the world returns. Maybe it's this time it's different, but I highly doubt it. Do you have gold or silver? Do you have enough? Goldline is currently giving away free at no cost. A one-tenth ounce platinum coin with a qualifying order of graded $5 gold Indians. They've never given platinum away with anything due to the value and the demand. These are extremely limited. First 300 orders, so call them right now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. Be independent so you can take a stand. Goldline.com. 866-GOLDLINE. 10-second station ID. You know, here's the good news. Uh, China is stopping overseas coal finance uh, just right in line with what the uh, president wants and what the World Economic Forum wants. They want all of the financing of new coal plants to stop. And so China, and I'm quoting, is stopping overseas coal finance to cut as much emissions as uh, as possible for Europe because they want to go to net zero. Meanwhile, China is building coal fire plants by the dozen. So they are cutting our electricity off by using the Great Reset. Yet they're not complying. They're building new coal plants by the dozen. And what does our government say? I want you to see how twisted they are. Global warming is so important. Listen to Nancy Pelosi.
3: We've always felt connected uh, to China. Uh, But with their uh, military aggression in the South China Sea, with their continuation of genocide with the Uyghurs in uh, Shenzhen uh, province there, with their violation of the cultural, linguistic, religious uh, priority of of Tibet, uh, with their suppression of democracy in Hong Kong, And other parts of China as well, Uh, they're just getting worse in terms of suppression
6: and freedom of speech so that militarily, so human rights, security, economically,
3: having said all of that. And again, I go back and forth. Yeah. I've been there a number of I times. I gotta cut her off Sometimes here. I'm She's
0: saying, but considering all of that, global warming is more important. This is the Glen Beck insanity. program. That's insanity! Insanity! All right. Let me tell you a little bit about. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about AMAC. AMAC is this uh, this great organization that will help us all stand together. If you are over fifty, you might want to join a group that gives you discounts, um, you know, on uh, insurance and roadside assistance programs, members-only credit card, travel benefits, uh, all of these things that they're not going to cut you off from. Uh, they are on your side. Uh, I would highly doubt that Amac is going to go all ESG on you because they were really started. Uh, to stand against these kinds of intrusions. Their advocacy is amazing, really amazing. And they are 2 million members plus strong. We need to join and stand together. We need to move as a group. So join AMAC today, slash back. Make sure to check out Glenn Beck's new
3: book called The Great Reset. It's available for free to order right now on Amazon.com.
0: I told you 10 years ago, chaos would be the operative word. When you stopped recognizing your country, you would see it fall into chaos. And there would be agents of chaos, people that would do anything they could To create more chaos. We are seeing that right now. Chaos is everywhere. And it seems as though the government of the United States and some uh, state governors and uh, state agencies are adding to the chaos. Uh, When you say we're going to defund the police you're adding to the chaos it doesn't do anyone especially at the lowest rungs of the ladder any good to defund the police as you see crime is going up now we add to it a vaccine mandate how many cops are being lost now because of this we have in chicago the mayor of chicago says that the police union just opposing the city's vaccine mandate is trying to induce an insurrection. So now you're a traitor to your country. Well, Robert LeMay has been on the uh, police force. He's actually been a Washington State Patrolman for uh, 22 years. He has been honored with multiple awards, the Red Cross Real Life Hero Award, The Washington State Police Commission Award. He won that twice. Washington State uh, Patrol Commercial Vehicle Division Trooper of the Year in 2007, 2008, 2009. Uh, He is a remarkable guy now leaving because of the mandate. He's in Yakima, Washington. And here's what his sign off sounded like at the end of his final shift on Sunday.
6: This is my final sign off um, after 22 years of serving the citizens of the state of Washington, um, being asked to leave because I am dirty. Um, numerous fatalities, um, injuries, I've worked sick, I've played sick, um, we buried lots of friends over these years. I'd like to thank you guys, I'd like to thank the um, citizens of Yakima County, as well as my fellow officers within the valley. Without you guys, I wouldn't have been very successful. and You've kept me safe and got me home to my family every night. Um, Thank you for that. Um, Wish I could say more, but um, this is it. So State 1034, this is the last time you'll hear me in a state patrol car. And Jay Ansley can kiss my ass.
0: (laughs) Robert LeMay, the former Washington State Trooper that you just heard sign off, joins us now. Hi, Robert. How are you?
6: Hi, Glenn, and I can verify that. I remember you talking about that 10 years ago, and I'll be dang, it's happening. It's
0: crazy, isn't it? I wish I were wrong. Oh, insane. Yeah.
6: I-, I wish you were, too.
0: Yeah. So, Robert, um, thank you for listening for all these years, uh, and thank you for what you've done as a Washington State Trooper. You guys truly are amazing. Um, you know, there are bad people in my business. There are bad people in the bakery business. There are bad people in the cop business, uh, but the vast majority is good. So thank you for being one of the good guys. Why did you decide? You're welcome. Why did you decide to leave instead of taking the vaccine?
6: Well, when this all started, and I apologize, I'm actually in a Santa can right now on a construction site. This construction site believes in what's going on so much, that they're like, you go do your interview. And I found the safest, quietest place I could do it. So I apologize for the echo right now. (laughs) But. Uh, what is I'm it with people doing interviews with. Right
0: now. Hang on. What is it with people doing interviews in the bathroom? Laura, go uh, Laura Logan just did a TV interview from a bathroom in an airplane with me last week, and now you in a Santa can. <laughs> so.
6: Uh, I don't know. I don't all know. Right. So, I, I guess. So, we, we talked about this. We kind of saw this stuff coming the mandates, the vaccines. And we, um, my wife and I, were worried about Christians. And we're like, you know, something. This just doesn't right. So we prayed about it, and you know, we're like, no, nope, we're not doing this. Then so we started reading more into the vaccines. We knew people that were getting the vaccines and the weird side effects from. Uh, we knew some people that actually lost full term uh, babies. Um, uh, co-workers that actually would collapse. Um, I've got one detective friend of mine who's actually on a hot heart monitor now. He's 37 years old. Um, just crazy stuff. So. We started seeing this, and I'm like, there's no way I'm doing this. Well, then I started doing the research. I'm also a drug recognition expert. So I do a lot with um, neurological things, pharmacology, so on and so forth. So I started reading the science. I'm like, you know, this makes no sense either, reaching out to professionals that I knew that were telling me the same thing. So I'm like, you know, this isn't going to happen. So I made a stand. Um, I got on a Jason Rancher show. Um, somebody actually reached out to me. And I told him the same thing. I said, look, I- I'm not... I'm not going to do this. I'm willing to get fired. And my group of people that I worked with, um, I'm old enough to be their dad. You know, I like I said, I remember eight track players and they have no idea what that is. So, um, yeah, so I just, I made a stand. Well, uh, this, this evolved, they said, Hey, look, we're going to take religious exemptions. Cool. So myself and, uh, numerous other employees throughout the state, DOT, uh, everybody, we put in these things. Well, it took them forever to get back and they said, Well, we recognize your religious exemption. That's fantastic. The problem is, is that we don't have any jobs for you, so you're fired anyways. Furthermore, they threw on top is, this, oh, since the separation is not because you you really can't do your job, um, it's just you just can't do it under these terms, we're not gonna give you any unemployment. So basically, um my last day I walked out with my boots, um, We have holiday credits and things we can comp out. They're so overloaded right now. They're saying it's probably a minimum of 90 days before you get that back. Um, Just for prior to going on this construction site here, um, I was watching other videos of my my coworkers um, quitting, retiring, leaving, it's insane. We've been nothing but lied to from the state of Washington, um, from Governor James Lee's office, as well as our command staff, John Batiste. They've all lied to us. Um, Our union has failed us. Um, We have no other options. So um, it started off with about 300, excuse me, at least uh, troopers. And then it kind of dwindled down to, I think the final numbers yesterday was 74. So our chief actually sent out a big document saying basically, you know, I want to say success, but the way it came out is we were successful. Those of you who stayed, thank you. And they feel like we're replaceable. So it's it's not a big deal to them. Um, luckily, I've got enough friends out there that I've been very supportive. Like I said, I, I've, you've probably seen it's, what, 1.5 million likes or something like that. I've yeah, been talking yeah. to people throughout the world. I mean, England was calling me yesterday, which is pretty cool. Um, the generosity has been phenomenal. Like I said, I'm on a job site. Somebody's taking my spot so I can actually do this interview. The owner of this company, uh, Puget Sound Executive Services, uh, Bob Rondo, and I've known him for years. He's like, don't worry, man. I'll get you somewhere so you can get your feet down. So that's why I'm here right now. But um, that's what kind it's of started this. My wife supported me. Um, my family supported me. It, it, it's a tough road, but there's a lot of people that have it worse than me.
0: We have to start hiring people like you. Um, you know, I said earlier we need a parallel economy. Um, we need to begin to gather in areas where we're like minded. Uh, That's what they do. They're they're like a hive uh, and they just take over cities. Well, we need to start doing this, too, and start picking places to live and hiring people like you. If anyone is hiring, uh, you know, for cops, and I would say here in Texas is a good place. Florida would probably be a good place. Um, We need to we need to hire people uh, like Robert. Are you guys willing to move? Do you want to go do oh, a cop yeah, I, thing again? Well, this this is kind of where I'm at. So I grew up in Keller, Texas, not too far from y'all. Oh, my gosh, yeah.
6: Um, I, moved, I moved up here in 90. Um, the support has been unreal. I mean, I've had um, job offers from across the country, across the state. It's been phenomenal. It, it's an interesting thing because we started as so I got home when this went through, and I was just pissed. We were like, I went to visit my dad um, and my parents in, in Fort Worth, Texas, we were driving back, and my phone blew up. I'm one of the peer support uh, people for um, Washington State Patrol, or I was, um, but I do a lot with mental health as well for first responders. So um, my phone blew up. So my wife is like, okay, we're going to sell everything. We're, we're going to move. And I'm like, okay, cool. Where? Where do you want to go? So Texas is, I mean, that's my home. I've got my my coworkers. Everybody's like, you need to go back down to Texas. Florida's been phenomenal. All these guys have been pulling out, but... We've been praying about it. It's like, Lord, where do you want us to go? Show us where we need to go. And there really hasn't been one state that's actually jumped up and said, come to us. Um, I think this is, and I'll be honest with you, this has evolved into us meeting now. I mean, if we were just up and pull it and leave, none of this would happen. So I think this is what Lord wants me to do right now to to kind of prosper, be that voice for those folks that don't have a voice. Um, And it's amazing. So many people are so pissed off. And, And for your listeners, this is Washington. This could come to Texas. This has come to, to Oklahoma. This could come to Iowa. It I is. you we have to stand up, and we cannot do this. I mean, in um, like I said, I'm not an interview guy, but I spent from 2 o'clock yesterday morning to late last night just doing phone interviews and view Amuse Max and just all these different places. It's been insane. And, and uh, I'd like to get a shout-out there to uh, Jason Rance and his show. It's a phenomenal man, and his team is just phenomenal.
0: That's great. Um, well, um, I know the Keller police department, I don't know about their job openings, but I know they're a good police force. And, uh, if you happen to be listening in Keller, Texas, um, Robert LeMay decorated former Washington state trooper, uh, seems like exactly the kind of guy that you would want to hire. I don't know if you have job openings, but, um, Keller, Texas or, or any place, uh, that is willing to take a stand and say we're not we're not moving we're not budging off of the bill of rights sorry amen amen robert thank you very much god bless you
6: you too sir thank you and thank Thank you and you guys have a safe and god bless day
0: you bet i feel sorry for him being in the portage on those places oof I get out of there as soon as I possibly can. <laughs> people are you. You develop an ability to go to the bathroom within nine seconds. Those <laughs> things, huh? Oh, it's so awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert LeMay is his uh, name. Uh, quit his job over the vaccine mandate. And he is not alone. And I can't believe we're vilifying these people yet again. I mean, again, uh, the stat on polio is remarkable. It, it took us. 6 years to get to 54% on
3: the, with the with the Salk polio vaccine.
0: I mean and that was polio. That was your kids not walking. It took us 6 years to get to 54%. And that's always seen as the gold standard of vaccine rollouts, right? Now they are expecting 100% compliance. That's insanity. And like look,
3: you know, we're not even that far away from 100% compliance among the most vulnerable people, right? The 65 plus number right now for one shot of this vaccine is 95.8%. 95.8%. How could you possibly have imagined you'd get to that number? Within how many months are we talking?
0: This is it's the, incredible. These are like only uh Hitler elections were better than that. (laughs) Saddam Hussein Hussein with 100 percent vote. You don't get people to do 100 percent of anything unless you are an autocrat. Right. And this this is all done, by
3: the way, before this mandate has been implemented by the uh, by Biden. Uh, now there have been some companies that have done it, as we've discussed, and obviously Washington State. Mm-hmm. I mean, the big news today, as well, in Washington State, is the the head football coach of, uh, of Washington
0: State fired over the vaccine mandate. I think it was five total coaches. Good. Look, we're going to have police. We're going to have football. Uh, I think we can start our own thing. Come, come, parallel, parallel mm-hmm. economy. All right, let me tell you about my pillow. Do yourself a favor sometime today and just Google Giza cotton. In case you don't already know, what you'll find is that Giza cotton is widely regarded as the best cotton in the world. Uh, Sheets made from Giza cotton are strong and durable, and they get softer every time you sleep on them. I sleep on uh, Giza dream sheets every night. I absolutely love them. Love them. We have a friend who's trying to convince us you need You need to sleep on linen sheets. And I'm like, why don't we just sleep in a burlap bag? That would be great. Oh, no, they're so soft. You don't know what soft is. Giza Dream Sheets. Get on board with this while they're still available. The most comfortable, the softest. You can now get them. uh, Buy one, get one free. At mypillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials, buy one, get one free. The Giza Dream Sheets. You can call 800 966 3117, 800 966 3117, or go to mypillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Mm. Hello, America. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Hey, we have another uh, letter to Slate coming up. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Because it's another. Uh, Slate Tuesdays. T- Tuesdays, yes. Mm-hmm. Where usually for years, since the 1960s, we've been doing uh, Slate Mondays. Slate Mondays. And where then we expanded to Slate Tuesdays. Right. And that was in the late 70s. So. Right, right, right. Uh, just from the popularity. I mean, Slate.com uh, and their letters to the editor have pretty much put this show on the map, as we all know. As we all know, mm-hmm. um, uh, but also coming up, we have uh, Greg Morris. he's here in town in Dallas. he's one of the uh, dads that is fighting the mask mandate at a Catholic school, and they threatened to expel kids whose parents opposed the mask mandate so <laughs> while they didn't while they didn't call the FBI to investigate them for terrorism, apparently the uh, the diocese was threatening to expel kids whose parents opposed the mask mandate so it's this is again not a covid policy
3: right like well, a lot of these things you can say well this is not a good covid policy it's not a good approach to a pandemic
0: a lot of these things just seem to be i want to punish a group that i don't like well that was kind of the thing yeah. uh because <laughs> they were they were protesting and this guy wasn't even part of the protesting but he was a vocal dad, mm-hmm. and he didn't go to the uh, protest. And there were a bunch of protesters there, uh, and somebody had a sign that said "Stop the child abuse," and they didn't like that. Uh, as you can imagine, the Catholic diocese didn't didn't like signs uh, "Stop the child abuse." <laughs> yeah, no, that uh, wouldn't be something that anyone would find favorable, particularly
3: right. Then, and they know?
0: threatened to remove him, uh, his kid from the school, and uh expel if he didn't stop and he's like i wasn't even there dude but he's he's here uh seems pretty reasonable hmm. uh and is trying to stand up to the private school here in dallas that is saying mask mandate this is the glenn Bank program let me tell you a little bit about built bar built bar the makers understand flavor comes first uh, it's the mint brownie flavor. Their coconut chocolate is, I mean, it tastes just like, a. which one has the nuts and mounds? Mounds don't. Uh, they're, they're really, really good, and they taste like candy bars. Now, here's the amazing thing, at least for me, is they're low-calorie, low-carb, high in protein, high in fiber. You're really going to love them. Right now, you can get Built Bar, save 15% at Built Dot .com that's built.com use the promo code BEC15 on your first order and save 15% at built.com all right final hour of the radio broadcast we begin in just a few minutes or uh, just a few seconds actually stand by
2: 15 seconds
0: This COVID vaccine nonsense of getting to 100% or we've got to wear masks all the time, especially in schools, has just got to stop because it's not based in science. I know they say follow the science. Okay, let's follow the science. It certainly doesn't lead you to your kids wearing masks. And if they're wearing the kind of mask that everybody is wearing right now, they're pretty useless anyway. So it's not really about the mask. It's about compliance. Well, here in Dallas, there is a Catholic school, the Catholic Diocese of Dallas School, and the diocese has said mask mandates for the elementary school. Uh, well, some parents started stepping up and saying, "Hey, can we just can we just define some things here? We just we need some parameters." uh then their kids were being threatened that they would have to uh they'd be expelled from school uh one dad was wrongly accused of uh being at a a rally in front of the diocese he wasn't even there but that didn't stop them from saying you uh and your kid out of the school if you don't stop and he said well i wasn't even there we're gonna get the full story from greg morris a dad fighting the schools on the mask mandate here in Dallas, Texas. It's 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck program. So I got a note from uh, Marjorie. She wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. She said she had to put her uh, dog Rosie on a diet. Uh, I love these. I love especially really old little dogs that are just, they could barely just. Uh, walk. Did you see the bird? Uh, was it a bird? Yeah, I think it was a bird that ate something that it, it, it ate something that was way too heavy uh, for it. And it did you see this? And it couldn't stand up. It was just waddling around and kept rolling over. It's hysterical. Anyway. <laughs> I felt that way many times. Yeah, I have, too. Yeah. I have, too. But Rosie needed to go on a diet. Uh, cruel and unusual punishment, I know. Um, and she started putting rough greens on Rosie's food every day. With that, she doesn't seem to mind that she's on a diet. She loves the food. She loves rough greens. She's already lost eight of the 15 pounds she's supposed to lose so far. Now, I know what you're thinking. But I know I'm not going to put rough greens on my food. Rough greens, not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on the dog food. Dogs love it. Chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics and antioxidants. You will see a difference in your dog. Check out roughgreens.com, greens dot com. R.U.F.F. dot com slash Beck or call 833 Glen 33. It's 833 Glen 33. That's with two ends or rough greens dot com slash Beck. So Greg Morris is with us. How you doing, Greg? Doing great. How are you? Very good. Very good. Um, so tell me the story about start at the beginning.
1: What, what happened at the school? So the day before school started, we got a note from the Dallas superintendent of um, the diocese that said basically mask would be required. And we were shocked because going into the school year, they said that mask would not be required. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we started emailing people and said, you know, hey, can you just tell us, you know, how long will this last? Is there a policy to off-ramp the the mask? Um, What are the metrics? What are the metrics? And we couldn't get anything back. So I started a a change.org petition, and it started going out. We got about 1,500 signatures.
0: So I want want to give the – I'll read this because I think it's perfectly reasonable. Today, the Diocese of Dallas announced a policy that requires all students and visitors to all schools in the diocese to wear a mask. I feel this contradicts science. Governor Abbott, executive order and also parents choice. I want to first acknowledge vaccines are important and they are the best defense against COVID-19. There's also not there's nothing stopping students or visitors from wearing a mask. Just last week, President Biden's COVID-19 former advisor and top epidemiologist Michael Osterholm said, quote, We know today that many of the face cloth coverings that people wear are not very effective in reducing any of the virus movement in or out. Studies have shown the viral load in the Delta variant is much higher than the original COVID-19 strain that regular masks do not work. In addition, we know that students are not very good at wearing masks, which reduces their efficacy even more. There are examples all over the world that mask mandates just do not work. Most teachers will tell you that masks are distracting for the children and become a distraction in the classroom. I'm asking you to allow parents to make decisions for their families and follow science.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I sent about two or three different emails and we no response and then finally i think on the fourth email the superintendent dr Vericki, basically said well it's it's clear we're going to disagree and that was basically the end of the discussion and so um i joined up with other parents from across the diocese and we started a a website and a facebook page um and then we continued to write and we basically then said you know we're not going to convince them that masks are ineffective and we're not going to debate the science so what we said was you know what why don't we come up with a policy that is fair common sense and middle ground that most people can try to get behind on either side of the debate. And so I actually reached out to people that were pro mask and they actually thought it was fair. And so the policy that we basically came up with was said, if the hospitalization rate for our trauma service area, which is the DFW area, fell below 15 percent of covid patients in the hospital for seven straight days, then mask could come off. But if it was over fifteen percent for seven days, mask were on. So the Sounds analogy reasonable. is right. Like the analogy is like, well, if it's going to rain, you got to wear your raincoat, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's all we said. And it said, if this is the policy, then like, or just have a policy. We didn't even care ultimately what the policy was. We just wanted to know. So we uh, so we sent the policy, and it was not even looked at or anything. And so um, there was a couple protests that were um, scheduled, and so. We had the protest, and at one of the protests, somebody had a sign that said, Stop the child abuse. Mm. And that frustrated the bishop. And so I bet it did. Yeah. So I was called in with two other dads who were seen as the face of the opposition. And we were basically threatened that if we continued to try to advocate and communicate with the diocese and the bishop, that we would be removed, um, our son would be removed from school.
0: If you tried to continue to reach
1: out to the bishop? Yeah the bishop and the superintendent yeah because we knew that are the, you a catholic my wife is catholic i am not okay and uh, my wife was actually the school nurse where my kids go to school so it's not like we're doing this like wow yeah so they know who we are. She's a Eucharistic minister at the school and the church. Holy cow. We volunteer. I've coached sports teams. So we know who they are. The other thing that we've tried to do is we've tried to not make this about the vaccine. We've tried to isolate people who are not part of the group that are, you know, kind of really fringe and, you know, want to go crazy. We're trying to stay, you know, in the middle and just ask for a policy. And then so when they, you know, threatened to kick us out, I was, I mean, we were horrified. My wife was, you know, really upset. And I just said, you know, it sounds like, you know, we're being intimidated by the church. I said, I'm just curious, like, is this what Jesus would do? (laughs) You know, and, uh, you know, and the, the priest that we met with said, no, you know, and I just said, you know, why are we, why are we being intimidated and, you know, asked to be kicked out? And they said, well, because of this protest. And I said, well, I wasn't at the protest. So does that make me guilty by association? And they said, well, yeah. And I said, you do understand the irony that I'm guilty by association for a sign that says, stop the child abuse (laughs) with the Catholic church. Right. And uh, well, they said, well, well, and I said, look, I don't, I don't judge the Bishop and the superintendent for, you know, I only judge them for their actions. Right. And I said, I hope you would judge me for mine. And I said, this whole time I've tried to compromise and find middle ground because I said, the moment you say mass become optional, you're going to get just as much heat from the other side. So I'm trying to give you guys a policy that everybody can live with. So then that way, You know it's fair to everybody and everybody knows what the expectations are my thoughts are people can take bad news as long as you give it to them and you give it to them straight
0: yep i don't have a problem with with facebook having their own rules twitter having their own rules what i have a problem is they don't apply equally to everyone and if you just have a policy then you know what to expect and as long as it's applied equally uh and fairly then Nobody has a
1: problem. We all get along. That's right. That's right. You know, and so that's, that's all we've asked for is, is a policy since the beginning. So what happened after you said that? So they kind of left it in limbo. And so we left and I just said, you know, I, I, I'd like to understand what we've done wrong. I said, because all we've done is advocate for our, our child. Um, I've sent, you know, five or six emails um, that have been respectful and polite. And I said, tell me the area of the handbook that I violated. And uh, they couldn't. And so, you know, the next day, um, I they followed up with a thank you. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> like now what? You know? And then two days later they called us back in and they said, you know, look, we talked to the superintendent, and what we're trying to get to is a um as a high vaccination rate for um kids before we go mask optional.
0: There's there's no vaccine for kids.
1: Right. And nothing is approved for kids. Right. So I think what they want to do is stretch it out till we're um the vaccine is basically available for kids and then they'll go mask optional what
0: science are they
1: following to get to kid vaccines yeah i don't know
0: i don't know <laughs> so so what is the what, what 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 is their real intent or what what is the the, the desire here is that, are they really they really believe that the kids should have vaccines or is there something else in play at play? Do you know,
1: we we don't know. Right. I mean, we, we think that they're ultimately trying to get to where kids have to be vaccinated. I mean, we think that there's a pretty close relationship between, you know, the Dallas diocese and, you know, the local County judge here in, in Dallas. So we don't know oh. what's going on there. Right. They're, they're very closely aligned. Um, so the
0: local, the local County judge, so, you know, in, uh, in Texas, we have judges. They're not judges They're They are like the county executive everywhere else. Right. Um, and th- this guy in Dallas County, he is uh, he's a hard ass.
1: Yeah. Well, hard and, ass. and what's crazy, too, is had they followed our policy mask would now be optional. I mean, if you look at the, the rates of covid patients in the hospital, we're down to nine percent. I mean, during the Delta spike, it was up to like 22, 23 percent. But now we're down to nine. The thing that's crazy, too, is that the Fort Worth diocese was mask optional the entire time. Houston has already gone back to being mask optional. Dallas is one of the only diocese in the state that is still requiring mask for elementary students and middle school students. And I thought that was against uh, the governor's it uh, is. edict. But because it's a private institution, mm-hmm. you know, and so that's our whole thing, right, is that, look, at the end of the day, You're you're a private institution. You get to do what you want. But don't leave us in limbo. Just tell us what your policy is, and then I can decide for my family if I want to stay or if I want to go. The thing that's crazy is I get emails from parents that their kids are choosing not to wear their glasses because their glasses fog up during class. I don't –
0: whenever I have to wear um, a mask yeah, someplace – I don't ever wear my glasses because I can't see because it always fogs up. Well, And
1: think about the choice, right? You're choosing not to be able to see what you're being taught because you're wearing a mask instead. I mean, for a kid to have to make that choice. I mean, we're seeing personalities change with kids when they come home. I mean, it's just it's amazing. So where do you go from here? So we're continuing to try to put, you know, pressure and try to have a conversation with the- what are the churches saying? What is the is your local church? I think the local churches are supportive. Right. They I think that they're stuck in an uncompromising situation. Right. We really like our school. We like our our church. And, you know, we know that they were put in a pretty vulnerable situation by the diocese to ask us to leave. Um So, you know, all we're asking for is a policy. So we can then decide if we want to keep our students in, in school. The thing that's crazy too, is there's parents that have medical exemptions because their kids either have asthma, they've had PTSD, some kind of trauma, Mm -hmm. and they're not acknowledging any, um, medical exemptions. Basically what they've said is, Hey, if we're not meeting your needs, just go somewhere else. And I'm like, Whoa. Right. And I'm like "The, the Catholic diocese and the schools are a ministry to try to bring more people into the Catholic church. And, uh. But you know, when you're just basically telling people like, "Hey, if you don't like our service, go somewhere else." I mean, it's just I just didn't think it was very you know Christian of them to do that. You know,
0: Greg, I I wish you luck. Thank you. I, I don't know how this one ends, but we'll be watching. Yeah. Is there anything that people can do to help you?
1: Yeah. So we've we've created a website. It's uh, parents of DDS um, you know, we're looking for you know, donations and try to continue to just get the words out there. You know, we would ask people to continue to write the bishop and the superintendent. You know, the big thing is be respectful, um, be polite. You know, at the end of the day, whatever ends up happening, there's still gonna be our bishop and there's still our superintendent, and we wanna work with them. We don't want this to be confrontational, right? We wanna just find common sense, middle ground approach that, you know, is fair that everybody can live with.
0: Parents of DDS, mm, dot com, which I I mean I don't know why you're involving the dentists in this, but uh, <laughs> parents of DDS.com is where you can go. Thank was, you so much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. God bless it. you bet. Good luck. Uh, everything is upside down in, in our schools. And honestly, you're trying to figure out what is being taught, uh, how it's being taught, who's teaching your kids. The most important thing you can remember is you are the most important teacher in your child's life. And we have abdicated our responsibility in too many ways. Um, There is the bad news is the schools are way off course, way off course. The good news is it's it's forcing us back to being our our kids teachers. There are um, books that can help you. And one of these things, uh, one of these books is the Tuttle Twins books. I can't stress enough how important it is to arm your kids and plant these ideas deep inside of them because they're not going to hear it anyplace else. The Tuttle Twins books, they teach about free economics. Uh, They teach about um, uh, liberty, why our Constitution works, why a free market works, what the Bill of Rights are. They teach... uh, They teach some of the greatest works, uh, you know, that that helped found our country and they teach them a way like road to serfdom in a way that you can understand your kids can understand and actually enjoy it. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now. Get the uh, discount. They're having 35% off on all of the books. Plus, they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. It's a big discount off the normal price. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID.
3: fascinating too that this is happening in a private school you know this is people are flooding into private schools right now and realizing you know what yes i hate paying taxes and paying tuition but it's worth every penny if you can manage it uh that's what people have ma- you know i've made that choice all over the country especially through covid because you know mask mandates and continual cancellations and if you're working and you find out oh well little bobby who was in you know the class of my child tested positive or had a exposure and we're gonna have to close the classroom for two weeks that's not something that a parent who's working can can manage at least not easily so people are saying you know what let's go to a private school where they can have the freedom to make their own choices and even that's being overruled by the government and in some cases as we're seeing here um you know by the school itself uh, but that is, uh, that, that. I will say, tons of people who have moved that way to private school, to homeschooling. Homeschooling is Exploding. through the roof. Yeah. Um, Exploding. Also, this sort of, I guess you, in some ways, say it's almost in between, like a pod sort of situation where it's not homeschooling. I like the pod situation. Yeah. So, the concept there... And you, I haven't, I have not done this with my kids, but I know a lot my of my grandkids have done it. Yeah. So basically, instead of having like a typical homeschool situation where it's parents with kids, you have maybe hire a teacher and have five or six kids from the neighborhood kind of come over to the house every day with the teacher, and they still have go through a normal classroom experience just at the house in a smaller environment. And a lot of people went to that approach during COVID because of all of the hassles associated. Uh, and it's better than distance learning obviously you have someone who's there and can actually help the kids um, as opposed to you know teachers many of them did the best that they could with that situation particularly in the end of 20 the 2020 school year when you get into 2021 you know it gets to be ridiculous i think everybody so, understood there was going to be some uh learning going on in march and april of 2020 right we mm-hmm. get it. it was a new thing we don't know what's going on right once we learn okay well this doesn't seem like it's affecting kids really at all i mean you know yes it's possible for a kid to get sick but the odds are so low it is not a risk that you can even quantify yeah you can't it's so it's such a small risk so then you get into that situation where you're trying to basically manage grandparents health by not letting kids go to
0: school but even if they get the vaccine they could still be a carrier. They could. I mean, it's definitely cut down by about eight times. But still, still, you don't know.
3: No, you never know. And that's the thing. I think we all, like, I think this is where this ends, right? We have to get to a place, and I think we're here in Texas for the most part, with the exceptions that you just uh, listened to. But places like Texas, Florida, have have come to a point where, okay, we know there are tools to fight back against this. We have to get to a point where we're comfortable with the risk associated with everyday life. And if we don't get there, then we don't have a society. So we got to get there. How do we get there? We have a lot of tools now. We have really good treatments. If you don't like the vaccine, there are a lot of really effective treatments out there. Um, You can pick whichever one you want and you believe is the right one. But there are many now approved by mainstream science. You don't have to go into some weird Chris Cuomo-esque herbs and spices cure <laughs> to get yourself for for some treatment here. Um, there We have new things that are coming out right now that look promising as well. That um, looks like they're about to be approved. So there's tons of different options, even if you don't like the vaccine. Vaccine's there as well if you do like it. Uh, you, natural immunity is there if you have that. There's so many different things now. We are at a point where these things are completely ridiculous. And to throw on top of all of the things we just discussed, you have N95 masks as well, which are much more effective uh, than the crap
0: cloth ones that they keep telling us to use. In Chicago, you have lost a third of the police force on a sick out today because they do not want the mask mandate. A third of the police force. Vaccine mandate. Yeah, vaccine mandate. Yeah. American Financing, NMLS, 1 82334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So many mandates, so little time. Um, American Financing, there is time to make a positive impact on your budget before the end of the year. Last hour, I talked about the banks and regulation that is coming. It is vital that you go back and listen to that on the podcast today. Truly vital. Um, You will understand why I have such urgency on, please, if you're going to get a mortgage, now is the time to get it right now. If you want to refi, do not wait. Do it right now. You want to get rid of all of those high interest credit cards. Do it right now. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. It's 800-906-2440. Call American Financing. Spend 10 minutes on the phone. Just see if they can make a difference in your finances, but do it right now, AmericanFinancing.net.
3: Steven Crowder, Mark Levin, Glenn Beck, Pat Gray, Stu Does America, all available as part of your Blaze TV subscription at blazetv.com slash Glenn.
0: As we told you yesterday, it will be Slate Tuesday uh, today, and I, I'm just saying, i I've got a couple of stories, but we also have some other things we didn't get to today. We didn't get to the Christopher Steele interview by ABC on Hulu. And uh, it's it's pretty amazing. First of all, it's on Hulu, but it was done by ABC. So was that done because ABC knows <laughs> nobody's watching ABC anymore? Everybody's watching Hulu? Or was that done because... Uh, abc somebody had a spine and said this is just a veiled threat this isn't even disguised as news anymore uh put it on hulu i, I don't know um but here's what happened christopher steele abc
4: i'm prepared to accept that not everything in the dossier is 100 percent accurate i have yet to be convinced that that is one of them christopher steele
2: is free to believe whatever he wants. But if Christopher Steele wants other people to believe that he's believable, he needs to show us what evidence he has Hmm. to support his belief.
4: So you stand by the dossier? I stand by the work we did, the sources that we had, and the professionalism which we applied to it. Today, do you still believe that that tape exists? I think it probably does, but I wouldn't put 100% certainty on it. So how do you explain if
2: that tape does indeed exist, it hasn't been released?
4: Well, it hasn't needed to be released. Why not? Because I think the Russians felt they'd got pretty good value out of Donald Trump when he was president Uh, of the US.
3: Anything you believe you got just wrong?
4: The interview I gave to Mother Jones. That was a mistake. I think so, yeah.
3: But not the P-tape, not Michael Cohen in Prague, not Carter Page.
4: None of those things, to my mind, have been disproven. They may not like, have been proven. And we may be well hear more about those things as we go forward. I don't think this book has finished by a long shot.
0: <laughs> he, goes on to say, he goes on to say that these things will be kept secret as long as Donald Trump doesn't run again.
3: Mm.
0: Hmm, I, that sounds like a threat.
3: Right. Was, uh, that's interesting. I mean, I, you know, look, the, the P-tape can't be disproved that's why it's great if you're if if you're looking for an a a a political attack against someone you you give you put something out there that can't possibly be disproved how could we pause we don't have a tape of every moment of donald trump's life therefore we don't know whether
0: he did these things. there is a tape i've heard there mm -hmm. is a tape of joe biden um while in bed with jill Uh oh peeing now (laughs) into a depends, but it was, it was into a depends, but and we can't prove it one way or another, but I'm telling you,
3: Russians could have it. Yeah. You know, I mean, like that's just the typical thing. The Michael Cohen in Prague thing is different in that. Like he has, he had a decent amount of evidence. Now, Michael Cohen is one of the least trustworthy people in the history of people. So I, anything he says, yeah, but I mean, my understanding of that particular thing Is that he was? There's no evidence he was even in Prague for that meeting Mm. at any point around there. And he said he had never been there. And I don't think that anyone ever came up with evidence showing the opposite. And you know, there's been so many accusations. Perhaps I'm forgetting something, but I don't recall anything. No, that one seemed pretty much
0: disproven. Yes, it was. It was. There's there's a ton that that whole thing has been disproven. Or was just like a rumor, like the P tape and
3: the Carter and Carter Page. You had Carter Page on multiple times. Oh,
0: yeah. No. And he looks like he really got screwed in this thing. Oh, big time, big time. And they're doing it to others. I mean, I told you that, you know, if they're going to do this to the White House and to the president, they'll do it to anybody. They are. We know now that they are violating all kinds of FISA restrictions. They're not, they're not even giving the FISA restrictions a second glance now. They're just telling the courts, yep, it's, it's all filled out. And the courts are going along with it. I mean, there is, there is nothing stopping the FBI from spying on any American right now. It's, it's bad. Mm. It's bad. And so why did George Stephanopoulos do this interview? Christopher Steele has been debunked by the FBI well, by the FBI. But weren't you? I
3: mean, I was still interested in hearing what he was going to say. I I don't no, You I wouldn't you wouldn't do the you wouldn't take the interview with Christopher Steele. I would totally uh, not, want you to not take not that in interview. Throw, not in throw softballs. Well, no, I would yeah. want you to ask tough questions. So, yeah. I mean, uh, he did push him a little bit saying, hey, look, all this stuff seems to be disproved.
0: Now, seems to be he I let, could give you the documents
3: yeah no i know you've covered it uh, yeah. much much more yeah. g- closely i'm sure than Stephanopoulos. but i don't think taking the interview is a problem i was interested to hear what he was going to say it's about time somebody held him accountable for what happened there. But they didn't
0: see look here's here's the thing can i go back to i listened to a speech from 1961 from john f kennedy and it's just been so powerful listen to what he says uh to the the press in 1961 about their responsibility precedent nature of this challenge
2: that also gives rise to your second obligation an obligation which i share and that is our obligation to inform and alert the american people to make certain that they possess all the facts that they need and understand them as well the perils the prospects the purposes of our program and the choices that we face
0: And the response and dedication of our citizens whenever they are fully informed. So they, they don't want to fully inform us. Look at what's happening with the masks. Give me full information on the masks, Stu. Give me the just off the top of your head. Give me the full information on the masks that every American should know. If
3: you would like to have a mask that actually does something, you should use an N95 mask. They're now available all over the place. Every Lowe's, every Home Depot has them. You can pick them up there. Yeah, but what about the cloth masks? Cloth masks seemingly do very little. They may provide a very minor uh, improvement in the spread if everybody wears them properly, which they never do and uh the surgical masks surgical masks would be in between a slight improvement over
0: the cloth mask but nowhere near and if i am wearing my glasses and they continue to fog up am am i using my mask right is that i mean is that sealing me off yeah probably not i mean can it provide a a slight amount of protection possibly but are there not a panacea? are there governments all over the world that have done mask studies that have come to the conclusion that masks are really not an effective form. Most of the studies show very little to no benefit from wearing them. Okay. Most of the studies. Are you hearing that anywhere on the mask debate? Why is it that the, the the media is not informing us? They are not giving us the options. They're not giving us the information that we need to be an informed citizen to make decisions because they no longer feel like john f kennedy just felt where he said i trust the american people they don't trust you they didn't trust you the on day one with the masks they told you that masks were ineffective don't wear them and i said to you then why are they trying to rush all of the masks to the hospitals if they don't work okay the reason was they didn't trust you to do the right thing, to say first responders should have them first. Now, that's when we knew nothing about this. And I know lots of people that had masks that brought them. we did brought them to the hospital, brought them to the local clinics and said, here, you, you need masks. Here's masks. They don't trust you. They don't think that you're smart enough to, to, to be informed. So why inform you? Why confuse you with all of this crazy stuff when they can just tell you what the truth is? They'll just tell you what to do. Well, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. That's why we're having this problem. That's why a third of the police are walking out on their jobs today in Chicago. Imagine being in Chicago in an inner city. Inner city Chicago. No, thank you. They're walking off the job because it doesn't make sense. So much of this doesn't make sense. Just the secret flights that are going in and out of our of our uh, country at night Our secret flights that we found out yesterday. Biden is is shipping illegals and 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 illegals that are here. Without their parents, without anyone, they're unaccompanied. And they're being shipped from the border in the middle of the night to Miami, to Florida, to New York. Why? First of all, they're illegals. Why are you shipping them in the middle of the night? Because you don't want anybody to see it. Because you don't trust the American people. You think they'll make the wrong decision and say, That's wrong. They also probably don't want the images of these kids coming off without masks because I can guarantee you they're most likely not wearing masks on those flights. Even though you have to wear a mask, you have to be vaccinated, but they don't have to be vaccinated. They don't even need a covid test. Let me ask you, how does any of this make sense if it is actually about covid? It doesn't. The only logical answer is it's not about COVID. It's about them telling you what is true, killing debate. One last thing from John F. Kennedy.
2: Without debate, without criticism, no administration and no country can succeed and no republic can survive.
0: I tend to believe him. I think he is exactly right. And perhaps that is the end game. Terry lives here in Texas. He writes in about his experience with a relief factor. He said, I struggled with pain for quite a while. My lower back, up and down my legs. I'd heard about relief factor and finally decided to give it a try. He said, within a couple of weeks, I was quoting totally pain free. It's incredible to me. How many people I've told about Relief Factor just made such a huge difference in my life. I think it could help a whole bunch of other people, too. So I tell them, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Relief Factor. Terry, I know how you feel. Even if I wasn't doing a commercial for him, I'd be telling everyone who would listen uh, because Relief Factor has changed my life, changed my life. The way it helped me get out of pain, get my life back. I have passed it on to my friends and my relatives it's Relief Factor. 70% of the people who try it go on to buy more because it works for them. Try the three-week quick start trial pack for only nineteen ninety-five. dollars 95 It's ReliefFactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Mm. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, glad to have you here. We're just talking about mandates. Uh, I am against mandates. But if the government would want to mandate whiskey or bourbon, I might have to fold. I might. I I don't want to be an extremist. You know? No, I mean, you would. You need to comply. Yeah, that's
3: one you'd comply with. It and would be. A, and to be fair here the the government went out and banned liquor for all those years back in the day we've Mm. never really
0: made up for that we haven't you know i'm thinking to the distillery yeah i think a uh you know i think it's only fair Mm -hmm. um in a non-distributed redistributive way uh, Mm -hmm. to uh Uh to the alcohol industry to mandate whiskey shots maybe a couple of times maybe two two whiskey shots Every, you know, a few minutes, Uh, (laughs) a few minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I and I and I I'd I'd be for even the uh, the whiskey shots for kids, you know, a couple couple of weeks. It probably cures something. Uh, Yeah. I I don't know. uh, I'm not a doctor, but yeah, they'd go to sleep. It would uh, cure all the crying, you know, all the. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, this now what- it might cause some other problems there might be you know yeah. some shortages later you know or uh the supply chain may not get back <laughs> to uh where it should be quickly enough yeah uh but uh i say we don't even think about it let's just blindly obey how much regret is there in your life for becoming an alcoholic too early too early i mean yeah, i peaked too early you did you peaked too early on yeah, this i did because
3: this is really the golden age i mean there's craft breweries and craft distilleries no, no, no. i don't even over. think
0: about it that way there's so many things to escape from no <laughs> So many thoughts to escape from. So you're saying you
3: would use alcohol in an unhealthy way. You would not use it to
0: moderation. You would just use it to erase memories. Oh, there's not a... Yeah, yeah, just to erase the pain of the day. Right. Yeah. You'd jump that's right into it, hiding from honestly, life. Honestly, guys, that's what it's for. You're misusing it, okay? <laughs> if you're just drinking it for rec- recreational purposes, there are things that huh. taste better than that. That's true. You I will agree mean? with you on that. And uh, I mean, every kid that I, you know, I try to get to taste alcohol, they'll <laughs> taste it at first and they'll go, no, wait. No, I didn't say. Uh, but honestly, when you first right. taste alcohol, you're it's like, terrible. ick, this is awful. Okay.
3: When you say something is an acquired taste, that means it doesn't taste good. Yeah, right. Right. You don't need to
0: acquire right. the taste for ice cream. So, it's just good. Exactly right. So let's drop the pretense. It is only to escape something. <laughs> and there's so much to escape. There is. That. There is. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, there is. Every single school board meeting you have to go to, you're going
0: to wish you had your bourbon with you. Every parent today should be walking around with a glass of red wine. <laughs> At all times. I know, I did, that one and, might uh, already be happening. Yeah. I'll say. <laughs> At all times. Yeah. Uh, and always filled. There should be some... I don't know. Maybe we get the postal workers to do this. Follow around every, I mean, because they're already doing it. Follow around every adult and then just keep, you know, topping off the wine glass.
3: (laughs) There are worse uses of federal resources. My
0: uh, tax dollars, I would be kind of happy about that. Kind of happy. Let's mandate it. This
5: is the Glenn Beck Program.